everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Stephen Buja, and that was a terrible Boston accent. This is Oscar Watch. With me, as always, is my co-host. Hey, it's Oscar Biello. Hey, Alex. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. How are you, sir? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing okay. I uh, feel a little bad about that uh, that Boston accent I just did because I am from Massachusetts, not from Hi, Boston, not from Boston specifically. But uh, it's a very special week for me because we are talking about the departed or the departed. Okay. If you w- want to not be an asshole about it, the uh, two thousand the two thousand six Best Picture winner from director Martin Scorsese and yeah I'm uh I'm feeling I'm, fe- I'm feeling like this 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 will be a good one this will be a good one it's uh well what, your, your hometown episode it's, it's well you know I'm from, it's probably the only best picture film set in Boston pro- <laughs> probably and it was and it was actually it was actually filmed in Boston I recognize some of the things like oh, oh yeah okay that's that's a place that's a thing hey, so what's, what state what state do you mean Stady, uh, yeah. uh, uh, state policeman. The, oh, okay. Because he's a stady, stady throughout. Yeah, it's stady. And that's one of those like accents. I like one of those slang terms. that's like that didn't come down to New York. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you, you know what a packy is? I, I'm thinking of the uh, the British slur, but no. I'm not, <laughs> what, is, what does uh, that mean? I mean, it's it's let's see. It's not it's not it's not in the movie. It's a package store. It's me. Uh, uh, that, that's where they sell. That's where they sell uh, liquor. Too, gotcha. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, what are sure what is. are what are some other fun ones? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I'll probably be dropping a lot of wickeds. Wicked everything. It's yeah. a it's a wicked film. Wicked pissa. Well, right away they start. I mean, they they start with like the speaking of slurs. They just right away it's like right into the you know calling everyone you know different thing like calling everyone homos and you know the the accent and stuff like that. Like yeah. these people and these are well, I mean these aren't the people I guess you associated with. In no, no, I was. I did not grow up in Boston. I spent a lot of time there. I grew up like an hour west of it in a small okay. little suburb called Medway, where there were still cows and everything. Oh. But I, <laughs> I did know some people, and I can put on a bit of an accent when required, or so, or especially when I'm watching something or someone yeah. from Boston. Like anytime, anytime. Matt Damon or Ben Affleck show up. I'm like, hey, Damon, yeah. how how you doing? Just it, it, it just goes it goes nuts. Yeah, the accents <laughs> really really are remarkable in this film. It's it's a they one of those Boston films I can think of. It is it is, and also they're actually pretty good in this movie. Yeah, I have to say, consider one of those things. As as a non-native, I can't really tell, you know. But I, you know, it it all sounds a little ridiculous to me, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a it's an absurd accent. Uh, N- yeah. Nicholson in particular is. Uh, he, I, I, I have to give him, have to give him props to it because obviously Damon, like Damon, knows how to put on an accent, and yeah. everyone else are pretty good. At it. I was, I was honestly surprised by Nick, by Jack mm. because, yeah, at this point in his career, Jack could, like he's just playing Jack Nicholson, yeah, yeah. and I, I was playing Jack Nicholson an with an accent. Yeah. So at least, yeah. at least he was <laughs> trying a little bit. But um, anyways, this is The Departed. It is. Oh. Uh, Martin Scorsese's return to modern uh, gangster films after mm-hmm. 2002's Gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it is a it is a, basically a mole hunt where a a crime bro- crime boss in Boston who's ba- named Frank Costello, played by Jack Nicholson, who is loosely based on Whitey Bulger, puts a mole into the police force. Meanwhile, the police force puts a mole into Costello's organization. And it's only a matter of time before they have to discover who is who without blowing their own cover. Because when they blow their own cover, that means they're dead. Um, yeah, that's probably the best aspect of the film is that they are both instructed to find the mole in their own organization. And I think that's what makes the movie and uh, the story work so well is that they're, they're, they're basically trying to find themselves. They're, 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 doing, they're, they're doing what they don't want to be happening to them. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty great in that way. Yeah. It's a nice, nice little twist on the, the old... Uh, the old mole story. The, yeah, the old mole hunt. Mole hunt. It's it's <laughs> it's good because um, Scorsese usually gave us the side of the robbers only. Like I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Goodfellas or something. Yeah, where casino it's, or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah on mean it, streets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, those where it's like, oh, he's sort of glamorizing the criminal yeah. lifestyle, but here we yeah. get to see how the cops operate, and they and it's, and, and it's funny because the the the. The criminals are actually, you know, the guy, the, uh, the the character who's playing uh, the the criminal is actually the one who's kind of worse off this time. It's uh, 
That's kind of a twist. Uh, you know, Matt Damon, who's playing the undercover cop, is kind of living the life. He's, he's, he's you know, cops aren't really known for their salaries, but he's also, you know, of course, getting a little uh, little bonuses from his uh, his uh, mob boss uh, friends. And uh, and he's kind of, you know, enjoying his life, living in the nice house, while Leonardo DiCaprio is just, you know, just living the, the worst possible slum life, you know. That, <laughs> you know and, and he comes from money, too, which is makes it better yeah. so yeah it's it's definitely a, a reversal of uh scorsese's usual you know rags to riches kind of thing it's like yeah it's it's definitely not not glamorizing uh absolutely. criminals at all absolutely not and yeah. it is we we obviously have to mention this it is based off of a the 2002 hong kong film called infernal affairs which actually yes. does have several sequels to it it's t- yes, uh, two sequels. Two sequels. Uh, and uh, Andy Lau kind of – I remember Andy Lau who's you know, the uh, main actor and uh, director. Uh, maybe writer too? Uh, no, no, he didn't write it. Uh, but uh, he, uh, he actually commented that it felt like uh, – that The Departed was actually so long that it felt like they had taken some, two of the sequels and crammed <laughs> them all together. Because it is a much longer film than Infernal Affairs. Infernal Affairs is actually a pretty brisk – was it like one – it's probably like an hour 40, it's, I want to say. Yeah, it's like 90 minutes to an hour 40. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. – yeah, I, I was – um, had you seen Infernal Affairs before oh, yeah. Departed? Yeah, before Departed, yeah, I was I was definitely on my like Hong Kong kick back in yeah two thousand two it came out yeah so I was probably around then maybe a couple years later by the time I made it to DVD um, yeah I, I still have my my old DVD copy um, and I uh, I was definitely on a big big like Asian cinema kick so I I, I grabbed that because I remember you know reading about because it was it was one of the biggest films in the in. I think in the history of Hong Kong at that point, it was just a huge, but like box office smash and got a lot of a uh, uh, great critical reception. So I picked it up, and I do love I love Andy Lau, I love Tony Leung. Um, yeah, they're fantastic. In they're it. really, really good. Yeah, so I love that movie. Yeah, so it was a little strange. I'm like, really? Wait, you know, of all the people to remake this movie, Scorsese. Like, I mean, not not that Scorsese is not known for remakes. I mean, he has re- you know he's done remakes before. Cape um, Fear, but, for instance. Cape Fear, yeah, which is another one that's, but it's it's weird. He does seem to pick like great movies, and, and then <laughs> and then you know do his own spin on them. And I, and I think I think his remake of Cape Fear, Cape Fear is great, uh, horrifying in a different way. Um, but uh, and the same thing, same thing here. The Departed, it, it's very much the same film. It follows almost the same. It follows almost the same set pieces, like every every beat from the the story for the most part. Yeah, and there's a couple of things that are changed, like. Um, uh, like they're the the love interest character is is right. played by one woman instead of two, right? And, and, we, uh, and we can and we and we can get to that uh, when we when we get to the actual discussion. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's 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 yeah. It was it was a it only came out what a few years after it was a four years after the Infernal Affairs came out, and um, you know, I mean, went to win the Academy Awards, so you know, obviously did it. Must have done a good job if they, they thought did. so. They did. They did. <laughs> they did. They definitely did something right. Um, so I. Saw The Departed first. This was mm. my first exposure to the movie. And mm-hmm. I only recently, when we found out we were going to be talking about right. The Departed, did I see Infernal Affairs. And uh, I got I to gotta say, I, I, know this is, I know this is a review of The Departed, but Infernal <laughs> Affairs is a damn good movie. Yeah. There are, yeah, I, I, but I appreciate seeing two directors handle basically the same material because yeah. because there are, there are things in the departed that I think they do so much better but there are mm-hmm. also things in infernal affairs that I'm like oh why couldn't why couldn't have Scorsese yeah. done this or well, you know why not that so it's I like seeing like how the two how the two voices yeah and, and how and what they focus on too they definitely focus on different aspects of of the characters and the plot they 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 focus a hell of a lot more on of course on Jack Nicholson's character and uh, the Departed his is uh the mob boss character is is a part of Infernal Affairs but definitely is not uh, nearly as big yeah not and uh, not nearly as big a role nor nearly as big a character I think the guy's right. name was Sam and he was just sort of this. Yeah, he was just. Uh, he, he was. He, was he kind had of some a, good moments. Yeah, he, he had some charming moments, but he was not over the top crazy. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Well, no, no, but he did have the great. There's this great moment where they all get called in to the uh, Hong Kong police, uh, uh, the police station, and him and all his gang members. He's sitting there with a like a spread of food in front of him, <laughs> like all those like takeout that. containers, and all his men are just standing behind him, and all the cops are standing on the other side, and they're both like, "Yeah, we know you got a mole." We'll find him and we'll kill him. And the other guy's like, hey, "We will get you." And they just like, have this back and forth. And it's like you know, just the balls on this guy sitting in the police station with, with, his, <laughs> with his giant, you know, ten course meal in front of him. 
Um, so yeah, he had that one moment. I think that was his best moment as far as uh, you know, showing off. And, but yeah, Nicholson is, you know, right from the beginning. You know, I mean, that's that's one of those things that you always know about Nicholson. You you can always tell what kind of, you know, that kind of creepo, you know, he is. Right. Yeah, you don't you don't hire Jack Nicholson and then tell him to not be Jack Nicholson. Right. So they just like Scorsese just let him right. loose and. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that like uh, uh, Stephen King was pissed about with him being in The Shining because is it the classic quote? Because he he was always mad. He, he never liked The Shining because he says that you know when you see Nicholson from the first shot, you're like this guy this guy's crazy. There's no and there's no there's no descent into madness. He's just like you know this guy's crazy. You're just waiting for him to you know to crack. Whereas in in his book, it's just like a normal guy who just goes goes mad. And so it's like okay, yeah, from that perspective, yeah, the movie doesn't you know doesn't work as an adaptation. Uh, because he definitely don't hire Nicholson to play a normal every every man you know kind of, kind of character. He is not that person. No, he's not. But we love but we love him for that that he that he doesn't play that he doesn't play those roles. So right. it's um yeah uh it's uh it's a it's a fine it's a a fine film fine film uh, uh fun fact I believe William Monahan the right the screenwriter of The Departed. He didn't. He never watched Infernal Affairs. He just had the script. Now I'm assuming. I'm assuming Scorsese definitely saw Infernal Affairs because Scorsese oh, yeah. there's, just there's he just quotes. sees every he just sees every movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's like straight quotes from it. There's some some of the some of the shots are direct. Um, so there's no. I don't think there's any way that they. Yeah, there's somebody must have seen it. Absolutely, but it's, it's uh, it just strikes me as interesting as adapting a. Adapting a movie you haven't seen, you only have the words for it. I guess, I guess at that point, I guess at that point, it's like adapting a book. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it seems to work. I mean, it, it, you're following the same. It's the same acts, you know. Every, everything, everything is. I mean, it does. It is pretty true. There's nothing really much changed about the remake. They just expand a lot. Right. The whole beginning, right. like the Infernal Affairs, the beginning, the setup where you're seeing where how the moles were were born, how they're. Uh, went into their their separate organizations, you know, reverse, you know, the criminal going into the cops and the cops going into the criminals. Um, that's like a montage in the beginning of Infernal Affairs. Maybe the first five minutes sets up the entire yeah. film, and then it and then it jumps ten years later, and it's got the actors we know, and and we're in the film. And maybe yeah. not even ten minutes. Maybe it, it maybe like, yeah, you know, I, really I I actually timed it. The oh, yeah? the the credits, the title comes up mm-hmm. eight minutes into Infernal Affairs. And, eight, and 18 minutes into The Departed. <laughs> like, there, it's, it's a very long setup in The Departed. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's it's all, it's definitely, and that's maybe the one part where it does a little bit glamorize Nicholson, you know, tries, tries to glamorize Nicholson, but then you realize that he's not really a, he's not a man to, like, look up to. <laughs> he's kind of a, he's a, he's a different kind of boss uh, than any of his other films. He's not, like, he's not living in glamour or, you know, money or anything like that. He's kind of living, you know. All these people are just, you know, hanging out in bars, pretty much. They're not. There's nothing. They're not. They're not. They're not. Uh, you know, like like they're not really living the life. Dude, they don't dude, seem like they're enjoying themselves at all. Dude, there's not much else to do in in South Boston. <laughs> I just just drink. Yeah, you just you just good. drink and you. you Gotta be and, 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 you, you drink and you talk about the socks <laughs> and how bad they're doing. Because of this. I love that there there are a couple of like uh, socks bars in New York City. They're kind of like enclaves for. Uh, Bostonites. Oh man, man, yeah. I got uh, Professor Tom's. I'll, I'll like, I'll go there. There's the <laughs> Riviera down on Christopher Street. I have. I saw. <laughs> See, I you know them. I do, oh yeah, I do know. I saw. I saw the Sox win in 2007 and 2013 in, uh, in the Riviera and in, uh, in, in, in uh, Professor Tom's. So, um, <laughs> I got, uh, I got, I got some, I got some love for those places. Got some love. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so that is brief overview of the departed and infernal affairs well we're going to take a little break and when we come back we're going to talk about the other films in 2006 that were nominated for best picture and what uh, other awards the departed took home so stick around we'll be right back see you soon Diane, why don't you remind them who the nominees for Best Picture are? I'd be happy to do that, Jack. Thank you very much. Okay. Babel. Alejandro Gonzalez Sinaritu. John. Yeah. John Carrick and Steve Golan, producers. The Departed. Graham King, producer. Letters from Iwo Jima. Clint Eastwood. Steven Spielberg. Robert Lorenz, producers. Little Miss Sunshine. David T. Friendly. 
Peter Seraf and Mark Turtletop, producers. And finally, the Queen, Andy Harris, Christine Langan, and Tracy Seward, producers. And welcome back to the podcast. We are talking the Academy Awards of 2006, where The Departed was the big winner of the night, taking home Best Picture. But what else was nominated that year? Alex, do you know? Yes, we have, uh, I mean, you know, pretty good selection this year. I I don't think, I'm going to start right off saying I I don't think it was the strongest... uh, bit of uh, selections here just in the, the ones they picked but uh, what we did have we had uh letters from iwo jima clint uh-huh. eastwood's uh world war ii flick his other uh, world war ii his flick. other one yeah this was actually the second one right i think yeah yeah or the yeah i've actually never seen this one um there was a uh, babel mm-hmm. uh By, there was um, in a ritu yes yep yeah and uh yeah right after what well, that was this one right after uh 21 grams right i yeah. believe that was yeah which was I don't think as good as 21 grams. <laughs> anyway, uh, another thing to get into. Uh, what else? We had Little Miss Sunshine, another overrated film, I would say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I put here in my okay. notes, overrated, but the writer, Michael Arndt, would go on to write The Force Awakens. So, And I mm-hmm. like The Force Awakens. So, okay, there's that. Uh, but my... it's it's a very, yeah, overrated yeah, is the way. It's the way. It's, and it's also not... really creepy when you think about it oh yeah you don't have to think too much about it it's a really creepy <laughs> film yeah it's it's definitely like the funniest parts are also the creepiest parts yeah <laughs> it's not yeah the whole ending yeah it's not really the beauty pageant scene it's kind of just like what is going on <laughs> right now it was, i think it was better done in uh what was it uh uh bad grandpa <laughs> whatever <laughs> it was a better uh better take on that whole thing yeah. um and we also had the queen Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Helen Mirren's movie about Queen Elizabeth, uh, whatever she is. Helen yes. Mirren w- would win the Oscar for her role in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, rightfully deserved. She was great in it. The movie was eh. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this. And, yeah, it's not a strong It's not a strong year. The Departed obviously <laughs> wins. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, no I mean, do we have to even get to the rest of the film? Yeah, the episode, yeah, I think we could just say right away, the, yeah, the part is a better film than all of those. Right, absolutely. I, would, so, I wouldn't have ever voted for I, yeah, any I, of those, even like, though I haven't seen it, I haven't seen one, but... Like, maybe, like, the one, maybe I'd vote for Letters from Iwo Jima, but... Yeah. I don't, I, have to I don't see. know. But, I'll see okay, it to keep so, up my war to, so, war to kick going. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, so in terms of, did the Academy make the right decision... Yes, they did for the movies that were that they like the, themselves nominated. But there were, there were some that were, were some that were missing. Or is that what you saying? Um, no, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying there were a lot more movies in 2006 right. that oh, maybe sure. should have earned a little um, earned a little recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for instance, 2006 was four of my all-time favorite. Um, sci-fi sort of fantasy films came out Ooh, okay. this year in 2006. Um, there's The Prestige, Christopher Nolan's magic mm-hmm. movie, which is I just, anytime that movie's on, I'm just like I'm watching this. I I know the twist, I know how it ends, but it's still fucking awesome. And David Bowie's great in it. Uh, there's Pan's mm-hmm. Labyrinth, which uh, surprise, which surprise folks did not win best foreign language film. Uh, yeah. that, actually, that actually went to the lives of others. Uh, yeah. and I, oh, did you just hear that Pan's Labyrinth is being picked up by Criterion? Oh, it is? For a release? Yep. Sweet. That's going to be a nice one. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's def- that's definitely, I think that's my favorite uh, Del Toro Ooh. movie. It's Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, I, yeah, that's, I, I, I switch between that and Devil's Backbone, probably. Oh, right. The I Devil's love ba- Devil's Backbone. Yeah, right, The Devil's Backbone. But, uh, okay, <laughs> I... But okay, uh, but his work since then was what? It was Pacific Rim and Crimson Peak. Yeah, uh, and I I I I like Pacific Rim. I, 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 there I, are a lot of people I who... like I like Pacific Rim too. I'm not I'm not like super enthralled by it. No, and... but I saw it IMAX and I had giant robots punching you know monsters. I didn't. I really it gave me everything I needed. I didn't. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing. There was no moment I'm like, well, I wish I wasn't watching a, a robot punch. You know, punch a monster with a or hit a robot, uh, a right. monster with a ship. You know, <laughs> yeah. there, there was no, there's no moment where I'm like, well, I wish I was what. Oh, well, maybe when uh, what's his name's accent uh, popped up every five seconds. Oh, but uh, right. 
Oh, I forgot uh, his name. The, the human, 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 human name, whatever his name is. Ch- yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. Yeah, who has the worst American accent of any mainstream actor right now. Yeah, he's well, he's pretty bad. Yeah, most Brits like you're like okay. I didn't even know you were British. Him, you're like I don't know what the fuck you are, but it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not American. It's <laughs> some I don't know what that accent is. No, but um, um but, uh, but anyway, anyway, so uh, uh, those two, <laughs> The Fountain by Darren Aronofsky, uh, I oh, think God. is one I, of, just a devastating. I have to, re- and I have to revisit movie. that. Yeah, that I remember sitting, sitting in the theater and being like, "This is amazing! It's beautiful!" I was completely overwhelmed by it. I, I remember just having a really like really uh, intense experience with it. But I never watched it again. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get that recreate that same experience. But that's definitely uh It's it's definitely up there. It's definitely. And, and and finally and finally, uh, Children the of Men. Center. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> finally, Children of Men by uh, Alfonso Cor- would, yeah. by Alfonso Cuarón, which is yeah. um, just some of the best some of the best camera work in a movie oh my I've God, seen. Yeah. And it's just everything about that hits and. If yeah. those four movies and The Departed were nominated for Best Picture, A, I would have died a happy man, and B, I would not have known <laughs> what, what, to, what to pick. But, uh, yeah. Alex, was there uh, anything else in 2006 that you particularly liked or perhaps is more memorable than any of the films that won or were nominated? I would... I would if, if Children of Men were nominated, I think that might have been my pick that year. I, I really love that movie. Um, but, yeah, there's some other good stuff. There was Slither. Came out James uh, James yeah. Gunn's uh, classic uh, uh, horror flick, Alien Slug flick, which is <laughs> just in- incredibly fun and uh, disgusting and, and hilarious. Absolutely, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big James Gunn fan. I've been a fan of his. I'm like I'm like one of those guys. I'm like I knew him before he was you know right. before he was James, James you Gunn. You knew him back in the trauma else. days. I was a yeah back when <laughs> exactly. He's another trauma. Uh, you know, I went through. I I, I was a. As you, I think you know that was an internet trauma for like six months or something like that oh, back in the I, day. And so I, uh, you didn't know that? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've definitely uh, I worked a lot uh, with all that that crazy place. And yeah, I understand his uh, all his uh, he wrote Romeo and Juliet and he wrote uh, what else did he do? He did a couple other things with him. But yeah, I've been a big big fan of him for a long time. Yeah, Slither Slither is amazing. I feel it's underappreciated as a horror film. Uh yeah, what else? There were some other good ones. Uh, there was uh, what was the other thing I liked? Well, that was oh, Viva Vendetta is a pretty pretty decent film. But was was that two thousand six? That those two thousand. Uh, according to my notes, but I could be wrong. No, oh, okay. No, but oh, I, all right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but maybe it came out the year before and something like that. But yeah, no, Children of Men was definitely the one that I think that uh, I would have. It would have been hard hard to yeah. pick because uh, if we can get into it, uh, while I, I I like The Departed, I don't think it's Scorsese's strongest film uh, by a long shot. I would I would agree, but we're gonna have oh, okay. but, but we are gonna talk to. Come on, I'd two, love to jump no, ahead. No, but we're gonna but <laughs> but later on in the next section, we're gonna talk to 2006 me and see mm. what he thought about about this and see how um, how things have changed in the ten years. It's been ten years. Yeah, don't do that. We're gonna do this every episode when we realize how long it's been since these movies came out. Like, yeah, this is a decade old. That's why Leo Leo actually looks pretty young here. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, always, everyone always makes fun of how he always looks the same. But from the last few movies, he definitely he he's he's aged over the last he's few movies. Here he looks little. like a little baby. Yeah, yeah, he looks so, a little. Yeah, so two thousand six <laughs> had a bunch of things. Had three hundred. Uh, uh, Casino Royale came out, and you know that's arguably one of the better Bond Bond movies. A whole bunch of things, but the Bob winner Bob? of the year was The Departed, and mm. so best picture, best screenplay, Thelma Schoonmaker, Scorsese's longtime editor, picked up her third Oscar for a Scorsese collaboration, mm-hmm. and also most importantly is that this was. The one that got Scorsese the Oscar for Best Director. He had been nominated right. six times <sighs> previously. Yeah. Without can we talk a... about how awful it is that it took that long? Well, yes, we <laughs> this can. guy had gotten lifetime achievement awards <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, it's just the fact that he it took him uh, what four decades into four his career. Oh, that yeah. before before that kind of recognition, but it also kind of begs the question: it's like, was it only like one of those kind of political things? Like, well, we got to give it to him now. It's got to be, you know, of their selections. Yes, absolutely. I think he he deserved you know all the wins 
for this for right. these selections he made. But you know, at the same time, it's like oh, for this over over any of the uh, his other ones right. that were that were nominated or not even nominated. I, right. You know, yeah. I can't for, really. For instance. The other ones he was, he was nominated for, for. He wasn't even nominated for Taxi Driver. Let's just yeah, say straight up, that's what are you doing? Uh, yeah, no. Rage, Raging Bull yeah. did, didn't God. win. The Last Temptation of Christ, one of the best movies about Jesus ever, didn't mm-hmm. win. Fucking Goodfellas. <sighs> yeah. Lost God. to Kevin Costner, who had <laughs> never directed a movie before. <laughs> and probably and hasn't no, he, uh, No, he did, he did a couple... He did the post. He did the postman, and that was about yeah. It. But since the, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's actually directed anything. Uh, then okay, he was, <laughs> and then he was pre, and then he was nominated for Gangs of New York in two thousand two. Right, he, another one that you know. Yeah, but <laughs> and, and 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 then the Aviator in two thousand four, and so those. I feel like those two movies were definitely Scorsese want to win an Oscar. Scorsese yeah, yeah. And, and but but he never did. He never did. Yeah. Uh, after <laughs> this, he would actually go on to be nominated two more times. Mm-hmm. Uh, first for uh, Hugo, which mm-hmm. is a movie I didn't, I didn't really get into it. I, I, I couldn't get into it. But a movie yeah. I could, but a movie I could get into, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Dude brought that out at seventy years old, and dude, it was a <laughs> slap in the face. I was like, oh man, this movie is amazing. This, this movie is incredible. And how does how does he like George Miller in Fury Road have the yeah. energy to put out something so? crazy and turned so up to 11 so co- cocaine fueled the whole thing is just is just you know just like a binge it's it's it's, it's yeah it definitely doesn't a 70 it's exactly it's the same thing like george miller like where are these men getting their energy from i don't understand it it's I, it's 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 any people like you know i would say like half his age uh, directors weren't didn't have their their movies didn't have half the energy either so I, I don't know what the hell it's, it's um but so what, what did he do for wall of wall street did he win for that no, no, he was only he was only nominated for it, yeah. which is a shame because so, because honestly, I would if I could go back, I would like I would give I, I would give, I would give the Departed best picture, sure, but I mm. would give I would I would totally give Scorsese best director for Wolf of Wall Street. I think mm. that's one of his finest films, just because it's so different and crazy, but it still it still has that Scorsese vibe oh, to yeah. it that I. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's three hours of like a cocaine kick that <laughs> is like that's uh, to me I think that's the closest I'm ever gonna do to to doing cocaine. <laughs> right, I'm fine that with that. I'm just gonna watch that movie. Uh, it's uh, it's amazing. But it took him like yeah again it took him 40 years to get recognized as uh, recognized in a competitive category. I think you're right. I think he had one lifetime achievement sometime earlier. Yeah, he won he won like an AFI award. He he'd won all these awards before that. You know, yeah, but it's like, you know, one of those things like yeah. I don't know, it's one of those things when you you give a lifetime of achievement award to somebody, you know, the guy he's he only been making movies for 20 years <laughs> at that point. He's, he had another at least, you know, 20 more uh, as of right now um so yeah so i wonder if that kind of thing kind of fuels you to be like i'm not fucking done yet i'll just <laughs> i want to show you <laughs> and then goes on to make you know like all these other crazy movies the, yeah um, the pretty, uh, i believe he has another one in the in the pipe called silence uh or mm-hmm. something or something like that another 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 period piece you know he's because mm-hmm. he, he's because he'll, he he'll do that he'll, he'll do that condone yeah. age of innocence you know things like that he's you know He's a fan. Yeah, he's also pro- he produced a lot of a lot of great stuff too, and, and done a lot of um, kind of historical things. I know he's done a lot of uh, he did a lot of stuff with the with the Statue of Liberty thing and stuff like that. He's a lot, a lot of New York stuff, of course. Of course, you know, of course, absolutely. <laughs> so that's uh, so The Departed was nominated for five Oscars. Took home four. Mark Wahlberg was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his filthy, filthy mouth, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant yeah, Dig- uh, Dig- oh, Dignam. Oh, oh. And I mm-hmm. and I, I'm watching this, and I go, Mark Wahlberg is not acting right now. This is how Mark <laughs> Wahlberg grew up because he's a he's a yeah. kid from Boston, mm-hmm. and he's he was just they could they just mouth off like nobody else. It's yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a good snapshot of <laughs> of how of how the working class blue collar guys speak mm-hmm. in Boston because it it gets it gets rough, dude. Uh, it, but it's just weird to think of Mark Wahlberg as an Academy Award nominated actor. Right, although, right, although, right. although I think, though, was he nominated for Boogie Nights? I don't. Maybe I don't even uh, know. No, I think I think it was The Happening. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> God, the, the look on his face. Ooh, I love that look. 
Oh, man. Oh, talking to plants. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Good Lord. Oh, that fucking movie was... That was, that was, the, that was the opposite Academy of... of no. Yes, that was the opposite <laughs> of The Departed. The Happening. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, uh, so that's everything that The Departed had to, had to go through. And that's the 2006 yeah. in a very brief nutshell. We're going to take a small break. And when we come back, we're going to get into it. Talk about The Departed with uh, our boys from Boston. And it should be a fun time. So stick around. When you decide to be something, you can be it. That's what they don't tell you in the church. When I was your age, they would say we could become cops or criminals. Today, what I'm saying is this. When you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Alex, I got a question for you. Go for it. Are you a cop? <laughs> what do you mean I'm a cop? No, I was doing that. I was Italian. I was a, yeah. I don't, well, you know, yeah, Bo- yeah. You, know, you know, Massachusetts, New York, you know, it's, it's, I'm not a cop. But yeah. anyways, yeah. so this is The Departed by Martin Scorsese. And Alex, what are uh, just tell us, what do you think about it? I I, lo- I like it. I like it a lot. I I, no, I wouldn't go into love. I, I would go probably. I, I think it's a great movie. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I like we said. I'm I am actually biased because I did see Infernal Affairs first, and I think I do think it's a superior film. I I enjoy what Scorsese did with it in taking it and turning. I mean, he definitely. I mean, his it's his movie. It's not like you know, no one's gonna watch this and be like, it's you know, think it's a remake. Everything about it is Scorsese uh, from the music. Choices all. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Have, of course, you can't. You can't have a Scorsese film without his without a music selection. I mean, what it opens with the Stones, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it opens with "Gimme Shelter," which was yeah, used yeah, which in Goodfellas on. and yeah, maybe, maybe a couple more. I I just right. feel like that's always a song he go, he goes back to. Right, right, right. It's it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the soundtrack is amazing. Of course, with Chick the Boston being the uh, the big standout one, I love that that this this movie kind of did bring the Dropkick Murphys to the, like the public consciousness and all of it, which I kind of love them for. It's like I mean, okay, a... I mean, it brought it to all you guys. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. Been, I, been, I, I knew it too. I, I mean, I, I know it's a Boston thing, but you know, but uh, you know, I knew them too. I was you know big into like the kind of metal hardcore thing, and they were kind of a part of that. They would show up at show. I, I went to a couple of their shows. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was definitely the point where it's like, wait, wait, who the, what the hell? When the trailer, I think it was in the trailer, right? It was in the trailer of the party, I believe, the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I sure it was. was uh, and I think I, it was, it's probably one of those moments where, like, you know, the iTunes sales spiked immediately. Um, but, but anyway, uh, enough about the Dropkick Murphys. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I really like the movie. I, I, I like what he did with it. I just, I feel like it is a little bloated. I kind of agree with Andy Lau's uh, perception of it being uh, going on for a little too long. I, I prefer Infernal Affairs, which, which, Gets right to it, starts right off. They're they're in the thing. They're they're in the shit. There's a couple of uh, really intense scenes where we're trying to figure out, you know, uh, where the mole is. Uh, both have uh, a scene with people in casts on it getting broken. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought about that because uh, they, they have they have a great little Morse code thing uh, where the guy is in the cast and he's, he's tapping Morse code on the. Which I thought, window. which I thought was great in Infernal Affairs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's such just... a great scene. So yeah, they're, 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 the people are all uh, they're they're having a drug deal, and the uh, the mole is tapping away at a window which has a mic wired to the window. You find out later, and he's tapping away, and he's and, and the uh, the cop who's uh, they're they're doing this big raid is is getting messages from him. And meanwhile, the mole who is on the uh, the inside. Uh, with the criminals is trying to figure out how the hell these people are I mean, sorry, with, the, with the cops is trying to figure out how the hell the police chief is getting the information it's a whole wonderful back and forth the whole i mean i, I really love it um yeah i because it, uh, it like i said it does a lot of the same things we got the same scenes you got the the rooftop scene at the end where they both they uh finally finally come into conflict uh it's almost the same resolution uh, ending is a little different we can talk about that um yeah, but yeah most of it, most of it goes the the same way, and I feel like it just gets to the point faster. It's because it's not it's not a very deep story. It's just kind of a you know it's not it's definitely not a big analysis of the criminal world and what the cops are doing. It's just kind of you know about these two people in these horrible situations where they don't know what the hell they are themselves. Uh, they, just this kind of a weird personality disorder, which uh, Infernal Affairs actually pretty much blatantly spells out because uh, the girlfriend of the cop i want to, yeah the cop yeah the cop is uh 
is, is he's writing a book about a man with multiple personality disorder. And it comes to, you know, this kind of funny moments where she's like asking him, well, do you think he's a good guy or a bad guy? He doesn't know, you know, when he wakes up, he doesn't know who he wants to be that day. And this and like that. I mean, it's pretty much all the same, you know, just spelling out what, what he's going through. It's a bit, it's a uh, bit on the nose. But yeah, that, kind of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a little, you know, it's definitely a, the most like kind of like Hong Kong part of it. That and the, the funeral ending, which is like one of those, like, all right. Right. Which, which, uh, which... Know, the part did as well, too. But it was it was it was a it was a big down note. It was like holy yeah. shit! It was like like, yeah, yeah. and now he's just living with this. Like, yeah, he's in continuous hell. Like, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Hong Kong! What the heck is happening? But yeah. I, but I absolutely agree with you. Uh, like in my old age, because time has become in my old age. I'm 33 now, but That's because ti- because time has become like important. I mm. greatly appreciate a movie that just gets right the fuck down to it and. In that regards, I do prefer Infernal Affairs, but mm-hmm. in the in the Departed, I noticed that this, every scene will have it'll be like, okay, this is what the scene's about. We learn the information we need, and then they just tack on a little extra, just just mm-hmm. just a touch. Usually, it's a line, or or more importantly, it's like a swear or some 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 little joke. <laughs> That's a lot of cursing in this movie. There's, there's so much. They, <laughs> they say the word "fuck" so much in this movie, but they, it's like it, and you know, and they just add things on to every little scene, and it's, it's fun. It's really fun. It's like it, it gives you a sense of this world and these people as human beings and characters. But it does eventually, at some point, you go, "Is this movie still happening? How is? Yeah. Can we, can we just stop dicking around and get to the point already? Yeah. But Monaghan and Scorsese, they're very good at what they do. Mm. And so they can make that really enjoyable. So you don't mind it. On first or even second view, you don't mind it so much. I think this is the third or fourth time I've seen this film. And I was mm-hmm. starting to go, I don't remember <laughs> it feeling this long. I remember the pacing being so much better mm. uh, when I first saw this, saw this movie. Uh, so it's a very... Yeah, I will, I will. I will give it that. I think the I, yeah. for the most part, the characters are better here than in, in Infertile Affairs. They're definitely more well well rounded. More, more yeah, more well rounded. But the, the Infernal Affairs knows exactly what it's about. Here in The yeah. Departed, it's 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 a bit all over the place, and there are a lot of there are some things that really don't work. For instance, the thing I I didn't really like when I first saw it, and I don't like now, was Vera Farmiga's character, Farmiga's character. Mm-hmm. I like and I and I not knowing that mm-hmm. there were actually two women in Infernal Affairs. I yeah, always both, I, both of the moles had their own love interest uh, or you know wife in case versus uh, both of them fighting over one kind kind of not really fighting over one but uh, in the Departed it's just one one love, one love interest for both right which and doesn't really fit with I feel like it, it doesn't does, really fit. it doesn't it it make it creates some weird sort of false tension. Yeah. And also, it doesn't paint Vera Farmiga's character in a good light because she's she's, no. bang, she's banging two dudes right now, mm. and it, <laughs> it's so very forced. And I, yeah. like, and, and and like, I was watching this before I saw Infernal Affairs, and going like, why mm. did why do they need this? Why do they have to fight over this one girl? Why does there have to be yeah. a love triangle in here? Is Scorsese right. Scorsese doesn't... doesn't want a love triangle. He does. He could be like, no, I'm not having a love triangle. I don't. I, yeah. it, it, it didn't make sense <laughs> to me. But it, there wasn't one originally, yeah. So yeah, I don't know why they they chose it because it doesn't really serve the story, you know. It doesn't. It, it's not what the characters are about. They're not fighting for. Well, I mean, they're not really fighting for for you know something together. I don't know. They're they're not fighting for the same thing. Well, they kind of are. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. those tricky things. They, they are, but it's they don't need like a physical representation of it. We already have, you know, we already know their struggle, right? Uh, you know, as far as like their status in life, yeah. but. There, there is enough tension between just the fact that they have to find one another, and just, right. it's a it's a life and death situation that we yeah. don't need to worry. We can. I, I like Vera Farmiga's character. I like mm-hmm. her her interactions with both of them. But there mm-hmm. should there should have been another one mm-hmm. because hey, because there it's she's the, really the only woman in this movie, and she's great. Yeah. I think this was like her first big role, and she. Mm-hmm carries it so well and she, her accent is even great and by the way people mm-hmm. not everyone in boston has the boston accent <laughs> a lot of people are from 
not Boston. They're from you know little little west, a little north, a little south. Not everyone has to have the box. Like I could go into Boston <laughs> and be like, I could just be fine. And this is what people from Boston can sound like. <laughs> so not every like every character was had a had a had an accent. I was like, yeah. not, not everyone in Boston has this. And she and she would a psychologist would probably. Take, be a little more educated. <laughs> yeah, would probably would probably make steps to take that out. But right, right, right. I, I think yeah. that's neither here it's nor a, there. That's just me kvetching. No, no, it makes sense. It's yeah, it's definitely it's, it makes it makes sense. It's one of those things like New York, and you know, nobody talks like a new actual someone from New York. But you, but you can find those people. Yes, you, yes, thing. you can. All right, uh, Alex. <laughs> right now, right now, I'd like to I'd like to go back uh, back in time yes. just a, just a little bit. So a um, way back machine. I'll maybe add some effects. Probably not. So uh, for those of you who are just listening in, I also run a more slightly modern review site called Same Night Movie Review, which I started with a friend of mine when we moved down from Massachusetts here to New York. And 2006 was the first year of operation. So I happen to have the, my review of The Departed. Now, uh, it is, I gave it zero out of five shots, which is actually very good by our, by our standards. It's actually great. Because the more, because if you take five shots of alcohol, you're going to enjoy anything. But you should walk into the departed sober. And I was, re- I was reading through this, and a, I was a terrible writer back then. I'm a slightly better writer now. But I was, uh, I just, I just want to give you, give you some, some hints as to what 2006 Steve was thinking when he saw this. It was called Same Night Movie Review. It's, ca- it's called mm-hmm. that. And back then, I we actually did do things in the same night. I've since. Right don't have the time for that shit I'm getting way <laughs> too old for it but i believe this was actually one of the movies where Ooh, i you saw I, it and you wrote it i saw it and i came home and i immediately wrote it um <laughs> uh, let's see here uh the the final the final paragraph is with the release of the departed the floodgates of the award seasons have been ripped open sure there were a lot of great movies over the last 10 months but not a lot of holy shit films i'll try not to use exaggerated hyperbole <laughs> and I will. <laughs> Seeing as the sheer amount of potential coming out in the next three months is simply staggering, but the bar has been set. This is one of the best films of the year. Period. And I will agree. It it is one of the best films. It, it's yeah. one of the best films. But I also go on. Um, I say with the departed, Scorsese pulled some Zen shit. He locked himself away in the mountains, rid himself of desire of the sin of coveting, and reemerged, recharged, and ready to remind the world why he's one of the greatest directors. Period. I I, I keep saying the word period. What am I do- what am I doing so wrong? Uh, oh, twenty three year old Steve. Twenty three year old Steve. Oh, it's um. I'm I I just I just I just can't imagine. This is a long this is a long you're, you're goddamn really, review. You like the. You really like the film, then. I, I, I really, I really like the what film. What was the what was the most you what did you like most about it according to your review? What was was what stuck with you? What stuck with me was the energy, on it. Mm. Just the just the way they make. Uh, bu- 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 keep talking. Yeah, I mean, it. I think it's not. Yeah, I think it does. I mean, I feel like the film does have a good energy. I mean, if you compare it to something like Wolf of Wall Street, yeah, it's gonna it, it's dead. <laughs> it's it's definitely it's it's like still motion. But uh, but no, I feel like it has good energy. It definitely um it. It's got that Scorsese kind of rollicking feel to it. You know, it starts off with that way. The whole 18 minutes uh, before the credits is kind of all that, you know, def- definitely uh, rolling from scene to scene, uh, bringing you up to speed on stuff in his, in his own way. Yeah. He, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it is actually a great setup. But yeah, two th- 2016 me, I start finding myself appreciating like I like at this at this point. Despite having gone to film school, I hadn't seen much many Scorsese movies. Mm. But now I see The Departed, and I've seen you know all, a lot of the films he's done before, and go, mm-hmm. oh, this is Scorsese. This is basically Scor- Scorsese riffing on Scorsese. There's, it's it's a it's a it's a remake as is already, but it's also Scorsese just sort of remaking himself, but with a Boston accent now, mm. Mm. and I that lessens it for me a little just just a little bit and that's that it does seem fair because you should sort of judge a thing based on the thing itself and not everything that came before it but now i, I now i like uh, you know goodfellas is amazing i last temptation of christ is is a near masterpiece raging bull is just one of the best goddamn sports movies ever and the departed it's the departed was so high off of that initial viewing but now it sits it sits like 
upper middle uh, Scorsese for me now. Yeah, and it's it, if this were, this was a de- it's a good mob movie. It's a like, kind of mob movie, or you know, it's it's definitely if you could compare it to anyone else's films. Yeah, it's it, it stands up as far as Scorsese's filmography, though. Yeah, it's definitely. I feel like it's lesser Scorsese. Right, but I mean, it's no with, like you know, he's done he's done lesser stuff, but. Couple, well, the couple, not many, but uh, you know, Aided in Innocence or something like that. Um, but or the Aviator, I'm not really like a big guy. You go, but it's it definitely you know, I mean, his lesser movies are still better than most people's you know greater movies. So exactly, we'll give him that exactly, and so that's why I'm I'm fine saying yeah, The Departed. Yeah, you you can totally. And, with with this field, you can totally take home best picture. Cause... Yeah, and 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 as a statement too, as a as a statement, like why the fuck has this man not received an award at this point in his life, in this point in his career, when he's released? I mean, he's he's arguably the finest American filmmaker. I mean, definitely living. I would say. Yeah, I think still he still. I mean, could you can you can't compare. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, King—you know anything? Even King of Comedy is <laughs> maybe not King of Comedy, but Color of Money. I mean, come on, uh, Color of Money is amazing. Um. Yeah. It's just his his films are just his films have been replicated. They're, they're, it's one of those things where they're so iconic that that he, he himself is just he he is American cinema. You know, like it's one of those things. Like if we're in for Scorsese, cinema as we know it would not exist. It's one. Of, he's one of those people. And for him to not go without an award for well, forty years, where the fuck it was, uh, it's criminal. So yeah, for as far as a point where like okay, wait, we got to say enough, enough, you know, enough, enough. We he, this, we got to give this guy an award. Yeah, okay. Give him an award. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it even for that, even if it's not his greatest film. You know? Yeah. It's, it's Casino could have gotten it. I would have been fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, t- uh, taking, a ba- taking it back to the, to the Departed, I really, liked, I really liked Jack when I first saw it because, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's Jack Nicholson. Yeah. This time I found myself being slightly annoyed by just how much focus they put on him because Jack... You know, Jack Jack Nicholson is going to eat every scene he's in, (laughs) but he does it in overdrive. And it was kind of like, Jesus Christ, Jack, we get it. You're fucking crazy. And I I get that his character is he's a dude who doesn't want money. He doesn't want sex anymore. He doesn't want drugs. He's just sort of he's going through the motions. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate that more than the character they made in Infernal Affairs. But... Mm. All this time with like focus on Jack and with focus on the on uh, Vera Far Far Farmiga, I still didn't quite always get a hold of who the people of who Leo and Damon were. And mm. also, I do understand that, that is the point. They they're it's a it's a movie about identity and who you are and the lines you want to go and what you can do what you can live with when you have to do these horrible things and how you and how you get by with it i it still never it it doesn't answer anything because everyone ends up getting shot or killed or shot and killed (laughs) a lot lot of headshots so many heads so many headshots and 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 a great fall a great falling death too Uh, i kind of appreciate uh uh, when, when the uh, the captain, the only person, I, I also love the fact that that there's only one, like one or two people that know uh, that the mole is the mole. The mole is a real identity. So there's also this tension of what happens if one of these people die. And of course, that happens with a uh, Martin Sheen's character right. who falls off a roof and splatters. Oh, it's amazing! It's, splatter it's, scene. it's it's kind of. But you know what? You know what? That scene kind of. Uh, you know, in watching that, the staging of that scene and how mm-hmm. it was set up pissed me off because mm-hmm. they see this yeah. thing fall and it. It seemed like to me the cops that were following the captain and they mm. encounter uh, Costello's men and they get into a gunfight. It seemed like they were not that far away and could clearly identify who was down there mm. and what fell. It it felt mm. it felt a lot of forced and then and, and then when that action scene happened, I wasn't actually that impressed with, with the staging mm. of that. Like I, Scorsese does he does what he lacks in, say, cinematic flair for, like, how to stage an action scene, he may, he more than makes up for it in just sheer brutality. Because yeah, this is this is a violent movie. I, in fact, in watching Infernal Affairs, I was like, 
wait, is anybody going to get shot here? There was like no, nobody. I think I think that's the first but, death. Actually, is when the, the captain dies. I think I think that's the first yeah. like blood on. I think that's the and there's not a gun fired until maybe it, the it, hour mark. Now even later, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, takes a while. Yeah, a, a bit later than that. It's just it's it just it just blew my well, mind how how like. It, but it's still a very tense movie. And here, yeah, and have, I think I think it kind of. Get, it, it gives you it kind of gives you like the you know it, it these are criminals and you don't have to it, it tells you that these people are criminals and they expect the audience to go along with it whereas if whereas scorsese i mean scorsese loves loves his criminals and and he, when you points out a criminal he's going to show you know if he wants to show that somebody's a criminal he's going to show them doing some horrible thing like you know just beating somebody up or you know like yeah. smashing a glass in someone's head or you know some some kind of just from there on uh just to prove uh, how bad they are so uh, there's definitely it, it's just less subtlety i'll say yeah um, the, the, there's less obviously, and I, it feels like to me that Scorsese was just doing that because this is a Martin Scorsese gangster movie, so of course we have to have a right. lot of violence. But then seeing yeah. Infernal Affairs just made me go, well, we didn't, we didn't need all this violence. Like yeah. we understand that these oh. are kind so, of awful people, and it it almost dilutes the effect of all of the the headshots and the blood and the gore. Right. Because it's so commonplace, you almost become numb to it uh, at the end. I, I, I know so, I was. So, yeah, yeah. So, actually, what is your thought? What are your thoughts on the ending, which is different than uh, the ending from Infernal Affairs? The uh, the last the last scene with the, uh, we're talking about when uh, when he returns from the funeral, right? I <laughs> okay. So, uh, so you know, spoiler alert. You know, so Matt, so Matt Damon, he's. <laughs> In, he's in the the free and clear. He's walking home with uh, some groceries. There's an X on the ground, which in this movie doesn't signify oh, yeah, any good thing. There's a, there's a motif of X's and people getting people dying. And he walks in, and Mark Wahlberg's mm-hmm. there in a tracksuit and padded shoes, and uh, Damon and Matt Damon gets little shot. Booties and in, in, in the booties. Yeah. And, and, and he just and, shoots him in the head. In the head. Sh- yep. And walks out. Oh, shoots, and shoots, him in the, shoots him in the face. Actually. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then uh, there's well, there's a great shot of the uh, what is it the um, the church or what is that the no, uh, the, uh, the state house the, what's the oh that oh the state the state house I don't even see I don't know Boston I'm sorry uh, but and with the uh, with the rat crawling along the rail it's like yeah. you're talking about being like you know losing all subtlety no the sub- rat yeah, like walking no across the rail <laughs> but but it, but so that's how the departed ended uh, and now this is spoiler yeah. alerts for infernal infernal affairs infernal affairs ends yeah. the funeral. The two women are actually there. The two women are there, and um, the mole, the 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 gangster mole, uh, cow, Lao, cow. I, Lao, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, he he he's there, and he's like he's saluting, he's saluting the 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 undercover agent, Tony Leung, and mm-hmm. then and then it just like cuts to this like weird. Uh, just uh, a couple words on screen saying like and now he's in and now he just has to live with it <laughs> and you go holy shit <laughs> holy shit that's dark yeah. it's um yeah. i like the infernal affairs ending better i i wish that depo- I, I, yeah i wish there was no comeuppance in um i yeah i wish there was no comeuppance in in the depart i wish i wish i kind of wish one of them had gotten away with it i think that would have made a more morally ambiguous ending because it's mm-hmm. bl- it's bloody but it's still a very neat and tidy okay all the mole like the, the the gang's falling apart you know everyone's dead the mole the mole's been caught and it and it also i would imagine means that we can't have a sequel with these characters in it but i right. i, I yeah. suspect i suspect that more of this stuff happens in infernal affairs two and three or, or I've actually like never seen them. I, I I've heard uh, decent things about them. I don't know if they're you know required viewings, um, but uh, but yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about them. But uh, yeah. I mean, according to to Andy Lau, uh, I mean, he did say that they you know felt like all three of them were put together. I'm, I'm assuming he was just talking about length rather than any uh, plot because the plot is pretty much as is. It's pretty much there's not really much the deviation. It's yeah. just longer. A good example is the scene where where uh, the, the, they almost run into each other. Uh, it's in a movie theater, right? Uh, and and in the in the original Infernal Affairs version, it's just a, the the guy's phone rings behind him. The guy's uh, who's hunting the uh, trying to find out who one of the moles is. He can't see his face. The phone rings, and then the guy, you know, 
like guy turns around and then it's over. And like and that's the end of the scene. Right. It's a really tense scene where you're like wondering if you turn around, find him, and the guy behind him, uh, his phone rings, and and uh, they they duck us to the side and then they miss each other. Whereas in the Departed, it turns into like this whole chase scene. It turns the whole thing, you know, it turns the whole of people getting stabbed, yeah. all kinds of all kinds of craziness happens. Yeah. It, it's just one of those. It just uh, that's kind of the perfect example of 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 how the movie was changed. It just they just added more, and I don't know necessarily for the better. It takes the same. Same themes, the same story, every, and just kind of adds a little bit. Some places it helps, some places it right. doesn't. It's definitely all Scorsese, though. I mean, there's no, like we're saying, it's and, very much a Scorsese film, which is strange because it, it is the same format. Right. But we, can, we, can't, we can't fault him for that. He's Scorsese. He makes Scorsese movies. Yes. And, the, and the best part is that both of these movies exist, and you can see them. Right now, you can go out and get the DVDs you of see them. Infernal Affairs. You 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 really yes. should see Infernal I, Affairs. You because you probably have you probably seen The Departed. You probably haven't seen Infernal yeah. Affairs, and I definitely <laughs> recommend that. And okay, Alex, we're we're running low on time. So, uh, yes. the, did the Academy make the right decision? Yes, absolutely, they did that year. And like I said, Scorsese deserved it. He should get all the Academy Awards. They should he should just get it, even if he's not if he didn't even make a movie that year. <laughs> just give him the award. Come on, he deserves it. Well, uh, just give the man who gave. Gave us Raging Bull, uh, Oscar every year. You know, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. W- uh, well said. <laughs> yes, the uh, of the nominees uh, that year, The Departed was clear, clearly the best winner, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 best of them. Uh, I don't think I don't know if like now I don't know if it's the movie uh, from that year that I would go back and rewatch. It's probably Children of Men, but this this is history. This is what happened. The Departed won Best Picture, so. I guess that's uh, is that four is that four four to one is that four to one the academy's gotten it yeah, right yeah 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 more or less academy's doing pretty well they're doing okay yeah. they're doing okay well it, and, good job academy so far so far except for and, crash I mean crash does count as more than one's one mark off though I would say <laughs> yeah you, it's a, a crash count as like ten films could, that they messed up not, on. you could not get that spot off indeed <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay so. Uh, Our next movie, yes, the movie next week will be, and for folks who are just joining us, we determine that by rolling a 2D 2D10 from Dungeons and Dragons, Mm -hmm. and whatever the uh, number (laughs) is, assuming it's not higher than 88, we will do that particular Academy Award uh, year. So we've been rolling high, so Alex, I'm kind of hoping that you roll a bit low this time. Let's see. Come on, dice. Look, I'm blowing the casino. Uh, Do you have your list open? Because actually, I don't. So Uh, (laughs) you can tell me what... The number is all right. Here we go. I don't. Oh, it is low. Eleven. Ooh, eleven. Oh my God. What is? What is that? Let's what is see. that? We got to talk. I don't. I. I wasn't prepared for this. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The eleventh. Uh, the eleventh Oscar is. Uh, you can't take it. No, it's down. Wait, what? Outstanding production. You can't take it with you. Oh, right. Because it was all weird. It it's was. It was a weird production. It's not. A, oh, yeah. Hold on. Ooh. Okay. Frank Capra. I have oh, not seen wow. it. I have not seen that either. We sure, it, right? we, sure, we sure that's it? Yeah, 11th it Academy Awards. Wow. can't take it with you. Okay. All right. It's still loading. Mm. American Romantic Comedy with Frank Capra with uh, Lionel Barrymore, James Stewart, Dean Arthur. Okay. Good, good cast. Ooh, we got to find this thing, first of all. Seven nominations. <laughs> uh, yeah, we received yeah. <laughs> uh, Best Picture and Best Director uh, for Capra. Finding this will certainly be tough. Third Oscar in five years, Capra. Wow. Wow. Capra was on a roll. Okay. That's, that's so, All right. Yeah. Frank Capra, you can't take it with you. Can't 1938. That will be awesome. These dice went the complete opposite. All right. Okay. But hey. Cool. The dice have spoken. I've never seen it. Yes. <laughs> Something new for all of us. This is, this is very <laughs> exciting. All right. Uh, Alex, quickly, where can they find you? Yes. If people want to find get me on the internet. Look for me on the internet. For the skies. <laughs> Ooh, keep watching the skis. And uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you can find you can find me at uh, Same Night Movie Review or the Oscar Watch Podcast, uh, Twitter, Oscar Watch Pod. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. I will at some point get to a website. I'm just really busy right now. I'm sorry. I know that's not an excuse, but whatever. Uh, and you can also email us at OscarWatchPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts, comments, criticisms, suggestions, or anything you just would like to say to us, we love getting your emails. Or I know we will love getting your emails when we finally <laughs> receive one. But Send us. We're lonely. We are. We're so lonely. But this has been the Oscar Watch Podcast on The Departed. 
Martin Scorsese's Gangland Epic. And next week we will be uh, doing Frank Capra. You can't take it yeah. with you. Oof. I, All right. I'm, I'm super excited about this. And ladies and yes. gentlemen, we will see you next week for a good time, hopefully. Alex, thank you very much. All right. See you, folks. See you.